Welcome to Clit Talk, the pleasure positive podcast. We are creators, leaders, innovators, and teachers redefining the word clit. Because guess what? It's not a bad word. Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today. Yes. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow. Bring your pussies to the show. This episode is brought to you by Let's Get Checked and For You Wellness. Welcome back, Clitorati. Today we have a very inspiring story about a family who push the edges of what a modern family can look like. They represent our redefinition of the word clit, C-L-I-T. They are creators, leaders, innovators, and teachers. We have the mama representing today, and you may know her from the docu-reality series, Nine Months with Courtney Cox. We don't want to give anything away, and we are so excited to have her on today. Please welcome Brandy J. Andrew. Hi, guys. Welcome. Hi. She is here. The baby's asleep in the other room, Mm -hmm. and she is here with us right now. Thank you so much for being with us, Brandy. Of course. We are so excited to have you here. And we're so excited for the big reveal of exactly what your modern family looks like. Can you tell us your story? So like, ha, ha, like you and the father, how did you meet? How did you come to this decision? Like, just let, let us in on exactly what your modern family looks like. So Lawrence and I met when we were both uh, living downtown and working at the Abbey. Um, we had been Which roommates. Which we love, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was I was a bartender and Lawrence worked the front door. Um he was one of the hosts. He set up the bottle service, did all that stuff. Um and so I remember seeing him walking back and forth at work and in that space you don't really see very many people of your color. And so when I saw him walking by, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I need to know you. <laughs> and just for, and just so, for our listeners, they our listeners can't see us by your color. Mm-hmm. You mean? Oh, yeah, that's right. I keep, I keep forgetting that part. Um, I mean, uh, a mixed race person. Uh, being in West Hollywood, it's very, um, it's very boy town. So, and it's also, uh, there's, there's not a whole lot of representation of people of color. Um so when I saw him, I was like, no, I need to be friends with him. And then I had randomly seen him walk um, down the street in front of the salon that I was working at downtown at the time. And I popped out and I was like, hey, we work together. And then we saw each other at work and we just became friends. Um, how he happened to move in was me and my girlfriend at the time, me and my partner at the time had split up. Oh, what else? And we were just having a conversation. I was like, I'm so over this. I was like, I'm so ready to just start my family. I think I'm going to do it by myself. And he was like, girl, I was thinking the same thing. Mm. And and then one of our coworkers was like, she was kind of in on our conversation. She was like, why don't you guys just have a baby together? And we were like, hmm? And kind of just looked at each other. And I was just like, like, and we're like, fr- mm-hmm. like you guys are best friends at this point. You're like best friends and roommates yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and um, we just had a, com- a quick conversation. Like, all right, well, how do you want to raise your kid? Do you want, I was like, I want the father to be involved because I want my kids to know where they came from. He's like, well, I want to be involved in my kid's life. And I want, you know, what better than, you know, 
than a person of color as well. And so we had a conversation for an hour and shook on it. And it just so happened that right after that, right during our planning process, we were approached about the Abbey show on E. Mm -hmm. And so that's how we got to tell our story. They were like, is there anything interesting happening in your lives right now? And I, you know, I, I got the questions from people who had interviewed previously. And so I told Lawrence, I said, is this something that you want to share? And he was just like, let's do it. Mm. <laughs> I was like, all right, here we go. So that was like a, th- so just for the listeners who don't know, the Abbey was a show mm-hmm. on, it was a reality show on an e-network that was about the Abbey, which is like an iconic bar slash nightclub, a, like mm-hmm. a gay iconic slash bar mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And it's so my one parents' of the favorite place to grab a drink. <laughs> that's where they when like they're visiting to go. from Michigan when they're visiting from Michigan oh, the God. drinks are strong and they get to the point and the food's not it's, half bad I either lo- oh the Abbey is my favorite um, it's it's really like an iconic bar here in Los Angeles mm-hmm. and so you guys are best friends the show approached you and this was really a through line of the television show and and um, and like so but then you guys had to be very public with this so that, yeah like, so we, we just started out that whole process with that show was literally our first stages. And they were like, so where are you in this planning? And we're like, we don't know. Let's figure it out together. So we went to the um, fertility specialist and that was filmed. We went to the cryobanks. We actually found out while at the fertility um, clinic, the doctor who was amazing, she was like, listen, I'm going to tell you guys something. And he wasn't considered a... Uh, he wouldn't be considered the father of the child because he's a gay man. And there's this regulation that states um, all gay men, I think it's an FDA regulation, hasn't been changed since the 80s or something like that, where it says that gay men are considered unfit donors for blood and sperm. I would have had to sign a waiver and give him his rights and say that I willfully accept his sperm. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I was like, this is bullshit. You want yeah. me to pay you to tell me that the father of my child doesn't have his rights, like his basic human rights, because he's a gay man? You got me fucked up. I was like, no. Yeah. I was like, this is a, this. There has to be another way. We said fuck all that, and then we googled at home insemination kits, and I found Mosey Baby, and it's it's developed by a husband and wife who were having infertility problems. Um, and they created this syringe and it was sent in all sterile packaging. And it's, I mean, it was wham, bam. I got pregnant the first time. Wow. Oh, so and we just did it at home. a doctor, you used this tool and you just did it yourself. Yes. So by doing it that they, way, by doing it that way, did you not have to? Because I remember what, there was a YouTube video that I watched of yours saying that you would have had to sign this whole consent form because... Mm-hmm. medically, he wasn't going to be the doctor's baby because he was gay, which I can't even fucking believe Yeah, that's that. some bullshit. In 20 <laughs> yeah, come fucking on. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. By the and, FDA. So, and so with that, we were able to, he has all his parental rights. Nobody could tell us oh, anything. Good. I'm like, how are you going to tell us who can be the mother and father, we're not romantically involved. People who aren't romantically involved have babies every single day. So just because we're gay, what difference is that? Like, what? No, that's cool. We're just going to go do this. You can't tell us anything. Thanks. (laughs) Oh, I love this. Wow. And it cost us $80. 
$80. We saved Instead almost of $15, more than $20,000. Mm -hmm. Wow. Oh my God. Wow. So what's the name of the, the tool that you used again? Because that's incredible. Mo Mosey Baby. Mosey Baby. Mm. Good talk about it. Mm -hmm. Talk about do it yourself. Right, literally. <laughs> she took literally. do it yourself to an entire new level. <laughs> uh -huh, yeah, exactly. uh -huh. I said, now this is probably going to be very disgusting. Uh, because I'm gay and he's gay and I just, I don't mess with men for multiple reasons, but sperm being yeah. the top. Ugh, I can't, I can't even deal. <laughs> and I, it was so uncomfortable and it was so gross, but it was, uh, I mean, it took, it worked. <laughs> I don't know if this is too personal to ask, but like, are you, can you do it yourself or you had to have someone else do it to you? No, you do it yourself. It's literally okay, the size of tampon. Okay, okay. It's okay, literally the size so of a tampon applicator. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. Okay, good, good. Sorry, I, thank you for asking. I was like, I don't know if this is too personal. <laughs> no, it's literally, it's literally like maybe, maybe shorter than the length of a tampon applicator. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. Yeah. So amazing. You and you and your best friend decide to have a baby together, right? Mm -hmm. And I, so, so... Can you take me back to the moment where you really were like, yes, this is what I want to do? Like, what were the factors that had you say, you know what? Yes, this is this is my truth. This is really what I want to go through with. I think, I mean, it was kind of really easy for us because we had known each other already on a, a pretty personal level. Like, we were best friends. And so mm. when we talked about it, we just started rambling up. We, we, we have great communication. And so we just started rambling off things that would be our deal breakers. And it turned out we pretty much had the same deal breakers. And we were just like, okay. And it's like, well, how do you feel about, I don't know, him joining the military? And I was like, nope. And he was like, all right, good, because I'm not with it. He's like, what about sports? I'm like, no football. He's like, cool. You know? And so, <laughs> and so it's just that we... So you guys were really good aligned, like co-parents, basically. Did it concern you at all that this was outside of, you know, what the world would consider normal or like outside, like, did you have any concerns like that? Or were you like, no, fuck this. This is It awesome. never occurred to me. It never yeah. occurred to me. I, for me, it was just like, my parent has a mother and a father. Uh, my, I said, my, my mm. child has a, a mother and a father. That's, that's it. Oh, that's so, so amazing. Yeah, I mean, the only difference yeah. is that your mom and dad just don't sleep with each other, but how many fucking exactly. mom and dads don't already I mean, don't fuck each other? Yeah. How many people's truths is that anyways? <laughs> yeah, and Hard so we came, up, we came up with this whole, um, with us, that obviously we wanted to, you know, keep it legal. So we literally mm -hmm. came up with our parental agreement and we just started like rolling off everything and it's constantly evolving, but we started rolling off, you know, what do we, what about holidays? What about, you know, finances? What about, God forbid, something happens to us? Like it's, it's nailed down to, you know, co like colleges and we can't live more than 50 miles away from each other. Like it's all wow. laid out. We're lit we literally just had a divorce, like a divorce in reverse without all the drama. Yeah. Like ahead of time without, yeah. This is like a perfect example of what we've been talking about in Clit Talk, like the three pillars to a healthy, what we say sex life, but it really translates to lifestyle mm -hmm. is to define what you want, set your boundaries and push your edges, like be open to new things and then powerfully stand in your truth. And that sounds like exactly what you guys have done um, with this partnership and this modern family that you've created. 
Yeah, we even have it down to our mental, we even have it down to our mental health. Like we wrote in our parental agreement that once a year we check in with each other. You know, if we feel that the other one needs therapy, they need to, you know, go and really fix themselves and be open to constantly evolving. And I think oh with our family, God. we're just in constant evolution. You know, you it's guys like, sound okay. Like you the healthiest partnership I've ever heard. We do. <laughs> <laughs> we, we always joke about how we should write a book about like marriage and just. Totally. <laughs> because, you should. But it's, it's just everything we try to just take. We don't get emotion, like too emotional about things because we don't have that physical intimate relationship. We're literally just forced to communicate with one another and what better yeah. way to do that than with your best friend that'll be like, yo, you need to fucking fix yourself and know that they're not coming from a place of selfishness. They're coming from a place of, I know you want to be a better person for your child and I need you to look at what you're doing so that you can better yourself to better a child. It has nothing to do with me. You're right. So so how, so how? it sounds like you guys have a great partnership, but how does this mm-hmm. work with you guys having partnerships outside of your co-parenting relationship? Like, how does it work with if you guys? I mean, obviously you, you probably want to have a, a life, a romantic life partner as well. Like, how does that whole thing work? So I am well, currently with my uh, girlfriend for the last uh, eight months. And we, uh, it, honestly, it just works re- very well. I think it's it's literally about the people who you choose to bring into your life and how they're going to enrich it because my girlfriend does nothing but enrich our lives. You know, she, her and my son are are great. Her and Lawrence have a great, you know, because she's a communicator and she's very about evolution in herself as well. Like she's a yoga instructor and she's a shaman and she just very spiritual and we're spiritual as well. And so it flows very easily. I mean, obviously there's little bumps in the road here and there, but we've kind of tried to let go of this, like the end of everything mentality. Like if something doesn't work out, oh my fucking God, it's over. It's like, no, if something's not working out, you know, look at the situation and how you can compromise on it. And if you can't compromise, Mm. then then that's, you, you take that next step after that. Don't just jump to the end and be like, it's, it's over. Everyone, they, ah, I'm dead. Everyone's dying. Like that fucking dramatic. But, and, so, and I'm guilty of it. I used to be that way. I definitely used to be that way. And sometimes I still have that mentality. But the thing is, is that the people who I have in my life and us as friends, we've, we've done the work enough to know that we're safe in that space to be like, I'm having a really hard time evolving on this. Um, you know, this is how I need to be supported. And it's not easy it's not easy for no. people to do that, especially I feel like for, for our generation, you know, people who were born in the 80s. I mean, even me, I was raised very much, you know, Hispanic by Hispanic mother. And in Hispanic culture, you shove it down deep and you don't talk about it and you keep it pushing. Like mm. that's the culture that I was raised in, you know? And I feel like that's that's the case with a lot of my friends and a lot of the people that that were surrounding me. We were taught to shove our emotions deep down inside. And- you know, watching my, you know, almost two-year-old do deep breathing because my girlfriend is just like doing breath work with him. What? Oh my God, I love Guys, it. I got to show you this video. I got to show you. So I'm great. literally doing a sound bowl with him in the morning. I'm doing a sound bowl with him in the morning and he starts deep breathing. He's like, <sighs> like, you, 
I was like floored. I walked in and I hugged my girlfriend. I was like, you're a fucking godsend. I love you. She's like, I wish somebody would have taught me that at that age. So I want to teach him. And I'm like, this is great. <laughs> this is fantastic. Oh, That's so amazing. Wow. You- hey there, Clitorati. It's Katie. So you all know I'm a nurse and Clit Talk for me is a health conversation. I really want to take a minute to share a product with you that has made a huge difference in my life. Foria Wellness Awaken CBD Lubricant. Remember that. I use it multiple times per week. And this is coming from the woman who never used to masturbate. Not only has it enhanced my new masturbation lifestyle, it's eased the pain I used to have during sex. And my husband is super happy because our bedroom play is so much more fun. So I personally reached out to Foria Wellness to see if they would partner with Clit Talk and they were an overwhelming yes. So now you can get a discount on their fabulous products by going to our brand new pleasure store at clittalkshow.com. All their products are there. And if you're interested in trying them out for yourself, use the discount code CLITTALK10 for 10% off your purchase. I can't recommend them enough. So do yourself a favor and get your pussy high. You bring up emotions and your mom. How did both of your and Lawrence's families react to this arrangement? I don't know what the proper, like this, this partnership, yeah, arrangement. I guess I say. like this yeah, partnership, yeah, partnership, this arrangement that you guys, like, how did you tell your families? Like, how did, was everybody super supportive or were people like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what was the reaction from both, both of your families? Our families, I feel they were very, we were very, very, very much supported, but being from their generation, they needed more information. They were like, wait a minute, what? we don't get it, but you're gay. And we're like, yeah, that doesn't mean that, you know, we can't have a baby. I'm like, what? And so we just had to kind of tell them that. And then once, you know, they heard about the parental agreement and once they heard about, you know, us really talking and laying out this foundation, our families, our parents kind of went, this makes complete sense. And so Mm. we were supported 110%. Thankfully, we had that. Thankfully, we have those, that type of family, yeah, you know. Right. Even though I was mm-hmm. very raised very much Hispanic, I'm, I'm an Afro-Latina. Um, and just doing that is just not... Being gay is one thing, but then being around other gay people and then you want to live with a gay person and have a bit... Like, what? Yeah, that's, <laughs> They were like, you know, what is happening? Their brain like, short-circuited <laughs> a little until they got it. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, yeah. that's a complicated order. so do you and lawrence live together then Mm -hmm. so you talked about like you do okay we do are you is the the commitment to always live together or oh no she said they would have to live within within like i think it's 50 miles i don't ever i mean we we talk about it on a regular we we thought 50 miles would be relatively you know fair if one wanted to move further out. I mean, it's Los Angeles. 50 miles is like... Nothing. It's like Santa Barbara. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so... (laughs) And so, um, for now, in his younger years, yeah, we are going to continue to live together until we can properly communicate with our son exactly what it is. And, you know, but we want to live near each other. Ideally we would just find two houses down the street from each other, even if they're on opposite oh, blocks. Yeah. You know that's I mean? adorable. Yeah. This is so inspirational. Like, I feel like everyone that's going <gasps> to listen to this, like you're going to give some people ideas. Like people are going to be right? going and create their modern ideas. families. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love Lindsay, it. Lindsay, want to have a baby? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> that no, would be fun. A, <laughs> a clit talk baby. <laughs> 
we just all have to talk guys, like, We just throw our eggs in like a spinner. We don't know whose it is. <laughs> it could it's be like any one of ours. It's all, all her right. baby. The girl, the girl you um, saw earlier was actually my friend Whitney, and she is she is gay, and she's doing it by herself. Oh wow! Wow, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Yeah, she's she's talking on. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of Kind Body, but she is on their panel now to help women and empower women and be like, you can do this by yourself. And I'm like, oh, yo, we should have her on the show. Power to you. <laughs> you should. She's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and speaking of your son, um, mm-hmm. I'm really interested to, how, how do you share, how do you explain the situation to him? You said like, you know, I think you said once he has, like, does he have questions? I mean, probably not. He's just, just this is the normal for him, but it's like, what do you guys have a plan of like how you are going to create, how are you going to create this for him or like answer his questions or does he have any questions or how does that work with a child? Like, I mean, we just see it as, I mean, kids aren't stupid. I think one thing that we wish would have, our parents would have paid attention to when we were kids, some of us would be like, yo, I'm not fucking stupid. Like, just tell me, explain it to me. I need to understand right. and I can't understand if you don't explain it. And so it's just like, it's not really to us. It's like, if people want, if people in his school are like, oh, his parents are gay. It's just like, yeah, but he has a mother and a father. So what's, what's your problem? You know what right. I mean? And it's right. just like, actually, yeah, that kind so of squashes more, that you're argument. You're more involved. <laughs> you're more involved with who I'm sleeping with than the fact that my son is a loved, healthy well-rounded individual. Mm. Well, here's so the trippy why are thing. You in my bed. It, when he's <laughs> in middle school and that would even start getting poked fun at, that generation, that's going to be the new norm. They're not even going to know. They're going to be like, your parents are like, gay. Cool. You don't have gay parents. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, what is wrong parents, with you? Your parents aren't gay. What's parents. wrong with you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, we don't we don't want to reverse shame people here on Clit Talk, but no, you know, we're just kidding. But yeah, you're that gener- it's like next. I mean, it's that though. It's like it's especially with what's going on nowadays, you know, everyone's you have no choice but to look. You have no choice yeah. but to see everything. Because everything has mm-hmm. stopped and everything is right in front of your face. So right. my friend put it a very good way. She was just like, you know, you you can forgive yourself for what you were doing before, but if now that you see what you're doing, it's all about what you do with it now. Yeah, exactly. And when it comes to babies and children, it takes a village. So you're already mm-hmm. like have a bigger realm of people to pull from automatically. Exactly. Yeah, I, I actually think, you know, our, our entire first season is based on a book called um, Pussy Reclamation by an author named Regina Thomas-Shower. And one of the things that she says is, you know, the way that we do motherhood, there's nothing sexy about the way we typically do motherhood in this country. Mm-hmm. And I and I have to say, Brandy, there's something not, not only sexy, but really beautiful about the family that you have consciously mm-hmm. created for your son. And I think Thank it's you. really incredible. It's really sexy. Thank you very much. It's really sexy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, oh shit. And, oh, <laughs> What's sexy about it, though, is that you really took care of yourself. And that's what Regina Mm -hmm. Thomasar is referring to is it's all on the mother and everyone just kind of goes about their life. And there's not the support where in most cultures, the mother is really taken care of and like doesn't leave the house for Mm -hmm. a year or whatever. That's not the American way 
motherhood right. works. Yeah, we're just so, supposed to push them out and keep pushing and then just keep, keep pushing them out and, and keep pushing. Know, just keep pushing. And our listeners didn't hear like before the show, like, you know, Katie, who has a, an 11 month old and Brandy were talking about their sleep schedule. And Brandy, you were just sharing that Lawrence, your partner, he was the one that got up in the middle of the night mm-hmm. always with the baby. And that was part of the creation. Mm-hmm. And um, and like that just, I, I could tell the way that you were sharing that just had you feel so honored. Like he had oh, you yeah. feel really honored as a mother in a Absolutely. way that like, I think a lot, like, I think, I think a common thread that I've heard from a lot of my friends who have had babies, I'm not talking about Katie, is that they just feel... <laughs> kind of taken for granted of. But because of mm-hmm. the con- the consciousness of you two choosing this together, he's just as re- like responsible as you are. You know what I mean? Well, the thing is, the thing is, is that uh, also like mothers are like, it's this culture to fucking shame moms. Like yeah, you yeah. want to get sleep and not be with your baby? What the fuck is your problem? Like what the I, fuck? What <laughs> is yeah. Why does and it have so, to be like that? <laughs> and and honestly, like I've I am still I've dealt with a good part of it, but postpartum depression and postpartum postpartum anxiety, mm. I still have a lot of postpartum anxiety, and you know, a lot of women don't feel safe talking about that. Somebody says postpartum depression, they're like you don't love your baby. It's like uh, no, no, everyone's postpartum postpartum phase or postpartum. Is it's is called different. hormones, by was, the way. That doesn't have anything to do I mean, with it, the it, type of hormones, mother you are. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. you know, to, well, for me at least, Katie, maybe you, see, you could see it differently, but for me, it's just like being able to feel supported and be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking cry. You know? Yeah. I'm gonna cry. Yeah. yeah. Milk is going to spill on the floor. If I knock over this fucking oh. breast milk and it falls on the floor, I'm gonna fucking gonna rage. <laughs> I am yeah. gonna rage and cry and think I'm the worst mother ever because now my baby doesn't have milk and now it's gonna starve. And you know what I mean? There's just so totally. many ways your mind goes. And it's just yeah. like, it, people don't support moms the way they need to be supported. And that gets on my nerves. That gets yeah. under my skin. Just to play devil's advocate, even to speak to the way that how active Lawrence is, you know what I mean? Um, He, it's very much equal, but I think he also understands, and maybe he's a little bit of a feminist in this aspect, what mothers actually go through. Because Lawrence would sit back and be like, God damn, I don't know how the fuck you're doing this. (laughs) <laughs> like you gave birth to it and now you got to feed it from your body and now you got to be attached to a machine and now can I get you something to eat? Do you need some water? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, but- Like he it, bared for, fucking mm-hmm. witness to the whole- Yeah, God literally. Mm-hmm. And I feel like You're that lucky. also made him want to step up more as a father. He was just like, yeah. to him, it's just like, what that's my best friend. What can I do? Yeah, he's like, my turn, <laughs> my turn. Right? He's like, shit, he girl, I can't produce milk from my titties. <laughs> he makes husbands look so bad. I'm sorry, Katie. He really does. No, my husband, no Katie has great. an awesome husband, too. He's good, great. Good. I just... Well, um, but, I, but we have fallen in the normal pitfalls of traditional roles of being a mother and father mm-hmm. that are so outdated. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it's interesting how, you know, 
The second time around, I want to see your list and your agreements. Right. And we need your list so we can post it on our website for people. We have a fam- we legit have a family calendar, and we have when we have meetings and when we so we know who needs to take care of the baby when, like who needs to step it's up more. Such it's such a healthy way to have a partnership. So let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Would you guys have another baby together? So we are talking about that, um, but now that my girlfriend. Now that my girlfriend is here and she's very much in the family and we're very much going to get married, that's a whole... We we just don't know what avenue we're going to take yet. But right, right, that right. is a, a minute down the road, girl. I barely feel like I'm back into my own body. I know, I know. Yeah, I And I know if I, I know. have another... I know if I have another girl, I know if I have another baby, I know it's going to be a girl. And I Aww. feel, and I told Lawrence this and I said, look, there's a lot of stuff that I have to heal when it comes to women. I said, mm. I was raised in an environment where women were always against each other and mm. where mothers were always just not with their daughters on the same level. And so if I'm going to bring a conscious woman into this world, she's going to be brought up to be intelligent and know that if you stand Mm. with women, if you find the women that you stand with, you can fucking take over the world. Wow. Yeah. That's an amazing... I mean, your daughter would be very lucky to have you as a dad. (laughs) I need a little couple more years of therapy, but I'm getting there. (laughs) Don't we all, girl? Um, No, I just want to say like... So like this whole episode came about... I'm... I don't know how how old you are. I'm 34. I'm 33. I, I I exited out of a relationship about a year ago, because three years in, he changed his mind about wanting to have children. And so it's been, it's been a whole journey for me. And I've had thoughts of like, should I do this on my own? What are the, what are the different ways of doing this? Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I live with my best girlfriend now. Um, We're not dating, we're just friends. And, Mm -hmm. um, but we, we, we joked about, you know, maybe we should just do it together. And I really thought about how beautiful that could be. And I literally just Googled. I'm like, I wonder if anyone else has actually done that. And I and I stumbled across you and Lawrence and I just thought it was this incredible story. And we just, we had to have you on the show. You oh, you guys, the way, and now that we've talked to you, I'm, I'm in love with you guys even more. Your, <laughs> your child is so lucky to have Thank the parents you. that he does. And I think that what you're doing is incredibly inspirational. I think that I think that there might be a couple of people that listen to this episode that are going to follow in your footsteps. And um, okay. you know, We're I wouldn't be surprised if, like, yeah, it's like you know, in this, it's 2020, and I think if anything, you know, recent events have taught us is to sit and be quiet and figure out what really is important to you. And if it's really mm-hmm. important to you to have a baby, I think it's really powerful to know that there's more than one way to do it. Absolutely. And Look that's to the person next so to you <laughs> that you're not six feet away right. from. Like, should we just do this? Exactly. <laughs> we really just um, think what you and Lawrence are doing is amazing. And thank you for being willing to come on and share your story with us. Um, I would. It would be great if our listeners, where can our listeners follow you guys? Where can they follow along in the journey of, of your modern family? Like how can they get in touch with you? I mean, you can reach us on on Instagram. I'm at Brandy J Andrews. Lawrence is I'm Lawrence Charles. Uh, I'm Lawrence Charles. Um, we do have our 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 modern reality, but let's be real, guys. It's 2020. We're all working from home in the middle of a pandemic, and I just don't have time yeah. for another profile. So, it's, um, so don't reach out I mean, to them there. <laughs> no, just reach out. Reach out to our personal Instagrams. We we tried to to get 
bat, like sometimes we even just video chat people if we just like have 10 minutes. It's like, hey, ask all your questions. This is yeah. what I got, you know? And totally. so, I mean, you can watch Nine Months with Courtney Cox. You can watch all the way back to what happens at the Abbey just to see the beginning processes. We've We've been on this journey for the better half of, I want to say four or five years now. Mm. And so it just takes a lot of planning, a lot of planning yeah. and a lot of being vulnerable and a lot of communication. So we're, we're huge on communication and we're open to talking to anybody. Well, that's amazing. Thank you so much for that offer. I'm sure that you will probably hear from at least one or two of our listeners, maybe me. <laughs> Uh, um, but yes and 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 just so our listeners know brandy has had a heck of a day she's got a baby sleeping in the other room lawrence is out of town she really did everything she could to make it work to be here with us tonight and we really appreciate it because that's just who you are and that's your commitment to sharing you know what a beautiful family can look like is palpable from this conversation we just really really appreciate your time and your vulnerability and um and thank you and of course thank you guys thank you for being so patient with me so Brandy, I love you. We love I you. I love you too. Yeah. I love you all. All right, Clitorati, you know what time it is. We don't want to stop talking to Brandy, but we just got to. Um, and with that, Clitorati, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Clit Talk. Be sure to visit clittalkshow.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Clit Talk Show for your clit fix in between episodes.